0: Watch me sing, play my guitar all the time. All the time, 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 all the time,
1: all the time. Happy Monday, everyone. This is some exciting music to start your joke workshop with. It is 6 o'clock. It's Monday. It's time for the joke workshop here on Mutiny Radio. I am your host, Pam Benjamin. And we have a bunch of great comedians that want to try out their new jokes for you. Uh, People are going to do four minutes of material, and then there's going to be four minutes of commentary by a panel of their comedian peers. So uh, remember, if you're going to feed someone a shit sandwich, at least make the bread taste good. So nice comments, and then what they can work on, and then more nice comments. So, uh, all right, we're gonna get started here on the joke workshop here on Muni Radio. So, uh, get out your pieces of paper and your pencils so that we can be good uh, listening audience for our comedians today and right now. Welcome up your very first comedian. It's Ginny Hogan. Ginny Hogan!
2: Thanks for coming in, Crew, I don't like camping. I think it's an appropriation of homeless people's culture. I, uh, I don't understand why you'd want to do it if you have a bed. I also think like the way that tech bros dress is an appropriation of lumberjack culture. Uh, which I brought, and Ian too. He's appropriating lumberjack culture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, tech bros is the wrong demographic. Men, I guess, is better. Um, so I, what was I going to talk about? Um, I. Uh, so I'm from New York. Last time I was here, I did kind of a failed pigeon impression. Um, I, I've been working on my pigeon impression. I, I kind of do want to save it till like happy hour again next week so I can show everyone that I've conquered the pigeon impression. It corresponds to a joke that I actually don't like anymore, but the joke is about um, how I like came here from New York and the pigeons in San Francisco are different. Anyway, when I tell people that I've come from New York, they always seem very surprised by this. They're like, oh, would you ever leave New York? Um, but before I went to New York, I was in the Bay Area, and then people in New York would kind of react the same way. Like, why would you ever leave? And I just like the way they say it makes it sound as though like I actually like think about my decisions before I make them, um, which I don't at all. Like I like moved to San Francisco because um, I met a guy who uh, sold me on a mayonnaise company. Uh, he said it was a vegan uh, mayonnaise tech startup, and he told me that it was going to change the world. That I should come move here, and I did, and. Uh, the line that really got me was, you probably think Facebook's cool because Facebook has one billion users, but food has seven billion users. <laughs> and that was it, I just, I left, I, I left New York um, for that. Uh, but anyway, okay, so speaking of kind of like work and, and that sort of thing, I feel like, uh, this is like kind of a weird thing, for people with like Monday through Friday jobs, do you feel like you can only shit on weekdays? No, okay. That's super weird. I'm not going to talk about that anymore. (laughs) So many people would like be like, oh, that's definitely true. Um, it makes me feel like my job is like taking over my life though, that it's like affecting my bowel movements. Um, anyway, I, so my first job, I, I was like 14 and I worked at this like beachside restaurant and I was like the bus girl who brought, bus woman maybe, I don't know, who brought out, uh, like the food, you know, and they really only serve like chicken fingers and fries. Um, and I much preferred bringing out like fries because people would be upset if they only got five and a half chicken fingers. Um, but then I now, uh, work at like a, um, tech startup and I, we, so we are like trying to hire women. We have a lot of issues with interviews. I feel like I spend every day like talking to someone about how, uh, we need to improve our interviewing. And so, um, what we like hi- we interview these women and we're supposed to do or people in general we're supposed to do like a behavioral interview where we like ask them questions about themselves um which i think is really stupid because we're like hiring engineers and i don't want to know things about them <laughs> uh, and I personally do really badly at these behavioral interviews where they ask me questions about myself. Like, anytime someone says, like, tell me something interesting or tell me about yourself, I always start with um, I'm blonde because not because I think that's the most important thing to know. That just seems like the first thing to state, you know, like it just like, kind of get it out of the way early. Um, and then, I don't know, like there's like a stereotype that blondes are dumb, but like if blondes were dumb, how would I come up with such a smart answer to that question, you know? <laughs> Uh, so, I, I do really badly at these behavioral interviews, but, um, I think other people do too, which is fine. Like, I, I, I can't think of any, like, extremely weird answers to questions I've gotten recently, but, uh, people are just, like, generally really strange and, like, bad at eye contact and everything, um, which doesn't really bother me. Uh, let me do one more joke, if <laughs> so I can think of it. Uh, no, you know what? I'm actually just gonna, I'm gonna leave it. I'll do my pitch and impression <laughs> next time. Jenny Hogan.
1: I like your opening joke about appropriating culture. I thought that was really great. All right, comments. We've got microphones out. There's one kind of in front of Stefan. There's one sort of fluttering over by Timothy Pizza's face.
3: I got a question. Um, the chicken finger bit, uh, were you implying that you were eating half a chicken finger? Yeah. Okay, that was, uh, was funny. Uh, but. Uh, wait, wait, wait. It wasn't clear, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. Uh, maybe, I don't elaborate. Um, right. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's cute. Yeah, you should okay. stick with that. I, I like that. And then the mayonnaise thing is great, too. Um, if you could, like, do an impression of him, maybe, when he's, he's like, babe, the mayonnaise only has, it's like, like, like Keanu or somebody really dumb <laughs> yeah. um, that's, like, you know, overtly, okay. an overtly dumb guy impression,
2: maybe. I, I actually had and I could, do something with le- oh, I could do something with like the mayonnaise when I was like 14 at the Beachside restaurant and then like, there was something fucked up about that mayonnaise so I wanted to go fix the okay. mayonnaise industry. Yeah. Hadn't, that didn't even occur to me.
3: Yeah, or you, you know, every time or I not, see no. a, you know, a little tub of mayonnaise with my stolen chicken finger, yeah, I, uh, exactly, I remember yeah. okay. you know, William or whatever his name is. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, good
4: set.
1: Chicken don't even have fingers.
4: I think this is the best version of the mayonnaise thing yet. Like, I've seen you get to it a lot of different yeah. ways, but I like this one where it's like the guy talking about like changing the world. Cause okay. it's like, I, th- I think like kind of backing into it like that is really good. Okay.
2: Like that, I say like that I, I was convinced to move to San Francisco because of a mayonnaise company. Yeah.
4: And then like you have a huh? bunch of other jokes about it, but I liked that
2: segue As into the, it. Is yeah. The intro? yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. No, I like the <laughs> intro better.
5: I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That, no the intro was wasn't Connor the intro what he said something like, Well that makes it sound like I think through my decisions. That was a great joke. And yeah. I thought that would intro yeah. the but mayo really say, well. And then I can say right. like I don't exactly that then the
2: mayo, right? Okay. I think we're
5: agreeing.
2: Yeah, yeah, I like it. Okay, I'm glad thank you guys. That was I love helpful. agreeing with people. <laughs> yeah, because I do talk about the mayonnaise a lot. Did you work at <laughs>
1: How do you make vegan mayonnaise? That doesn't make sense to me. It, it needs was, egg yolks. Is it made with flaxseed? That's gross. It's
2: made with um, mung bean. Oh my Just god, like that's this, not mayonnaise. Yeah, it's not mayonnaise. <laughs> it's
1: amazing though that it brought you here. That's a good thing. But that yeah. sounds like disgust. I mean,
2: specifically to Mutiny Radio <laughs> to talk about it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I mean, to San Francisco from New York.
2: Yeah.
1: That's because Best Foods mayonnaise is the only mayonnaise. So if someone could like convince you that some other mayonnaise was worthwhile, I'm impressed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. All right, she's not a vegan, but she loves... Do you love mayonnaise?
2: I do. I'm, I'm, like, a vegetarian, though, so I'm... Oh. Uh, Would you dip yeah. chicken fingers in mayonnaise? Yeah. Well, I don't eat chicken oh. fingers, but I, I, don't, I don't think it sounds gross. I feel like if you just keep piling things that taste good on top of each other, it just still tastes good. But I don't have, like, a very good <laughs> palate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right.
1: Okay. Everybody clap wildly for Ginny Hogan.
6: Yay! <laughs>
1: All right, your next comedian doesn't give a fuck what you think, so he's just going to do a six-minute set, and he's not going to take comments. You guys, your next comedian, put your hands together. It's Timothy Pizza! <laughs> oh, babe.
3: Hi. I'm trying to be uh, less approachable. I don't like people looking or talking at me. Some days eye contact hurts people get close enough, I'll say something really intimate and weird and bizarre and kind of look up at the sky. I'll get close and be like, God, I really miss everybody. <laughs> I miss them all so much. Yeah, I don't know. The older I get, the weirder people get and the weirder life gets and the less I care about it. And it's just like, God, fuck, I'm on a giant rock floating around a giant ball of fire. I don't know why the fuck I'm wearing pants is, or pants or wearing <laughs> pantses, two pairs of pants, or paying taxes. It's, it's, it's a fucked up... It's a fucked up thing, and I'm getting older, and I don't want to get older, but I am getting older. Have you ever seen, like, a 70-year-old person, like, taking a nap, lying there fighting off the white light? They drive like maniacs. They're either going too slow or way too fucking fast, and where the fuck is grandma burying all those goddamn parakeets? Every time I go there, it's a new fucking parakeet. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to just, you know, live day by day and do the normal thing. Like, I'm trying to do the dating shit. Actually, you know what? Before I get to the dating shit, let me correct here. Um, I, you know, about being old, I don't want to be old. Uh, one day, I might take my life. I want to make it a positive thing, though. Uh, you know, everybody's got these sex moves, like the uh, the the Dirty Sanchez or the Cleveland Steamer or uh, the Blumkin, but I've got suicide moves. Um, you know, I think this is fun. Uh, you know, the, the first one I got is the 1600. Uh, that's... Uh, that's uh, when you're taking your SATs and uh, you sharpen both your number two pencils, you put them up your nose and you slam your fucking face against the desk. Uh, yeah, 1600. Uh, for all you techie guys out there, the uh, the the coder, uh, that's when you hang yourself on chat roulette. Um, and then the uh, come and go, uh, that's when you're uh, jerking off. Uh, if you're a guy like this with a girl, something, I don't, I don't know what they do. Like, like a like like that, no, no. This is like a like like that. Yeah, yeah like that. Okay. Well, anyway, so you know, you're jerking off with your right hand, and then oh, it's like, yeah, and then uh, yeah, and then uh, right when you come, it's called the come and go. You give yourself hearty card. Heart. So there's just all kinds of intestines and spoot everywhere when they find your lovely body. Um. So I've been trying to date. Um, and I want to do it safe uh, I want to uh, I want there to be an app There might be one I think there is one I think there's an app Where you can uh, You know Type in your STDs When you're dating um, So you can date people With the same STDs uh, Which I think is brilliant You can start some new ch- uh, Strains together It's going to be fucking great uh, And it's like How are these opening Chat lines going to go um, You know Like you uh, You know You like You know Find the girl that you like And you're like Oh yeah Hey baby It's uh, civil Us Not civil You and there's other uses to this app too. Like, I figure like I'm a, I'm like a, I'm like an oak, I'm like a San Francisco six, but I'm like an Oakland eight. <laughs> yeah. But like if I was out here and I wanted to get laid, I could go into this app and probably find a ten. By you know, I could just find. Well, I mean, think about it. I've done some research. Uh, it only takes four days to get rid of crabs. So you could just beat bop boop crabs into the old uh, into the uh, old STD app. It's like I mean, are you tired of fucking ugly people? Like, are you tired of fucking ugly people? No. No. They fuck better. They do. But yeah, I guess. Yeah, but let's say you want to fuck a, you know, really pretty person. Like, you could find a really pretty person with crabs, and they've probably got low enough self-esteem because they have crabs to fuck you or me, uh, because of the crabs. Um, So, how's that opening chat gonna go? It's gonna be like, hey, baby, let's do this. Uh, Don't be shellfish. It's, it's awful. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to do, do my uh, pigeon bed for Guinea. Um, this is an old joke. But, uh, yeah, no. T- uh, I lived in San Francisco for 15 years, and there's two things running in this fucking place. It's the pigeons and the homeless people. They're the same fucking creature. They're chaotic, and they're begging. They're all just fucking running around, acting like crazy. It's either like, give me some change, or just like... And it's like, they're everywhere. They're fucking everywhere. So I'm waiting for the end train and uh, there's this homeless guy there and uh, he's wearing a suit, but he looks like he's been wearing it for 20 years and he's walking around in a circle just like every 10 seconds just like,
7: and might I add your honor?
3: Like his mind split in half in the courtroom when he lost his case and he just walked outside of 850 Bryant <laughs> and immediately became a fucking hobo. And might I add your honor? And I'm like just staring at my phone because I don't want to deal with this motherfucker. Tran finally shows up after about 15 minutes. I go to Amoeba. I get some records, I come back, I take the end train back to wherever I was, you know, got on it, and uh, this homeless guy's suit is laid out on the ground, and he ain't in it. And there's just shit all over it. There's the pants, there's the shirt, there's the vest, there's the blazer, and there's like 30 or 40 pigeons running around on top of this fucking suit. And I'm like, oh, if you smoke enough fucking crack and meth in San Francisco and drink the water here long enough, Eventually, you just start coughing up feathers and burst into about 45 pigeons. Like, that's all this work. I've never fucking seen a baby pigeon. Yeah, yeah. So I work uh, in an office. Um, uh, I uh, type numbers into a machine. And uh, in the office next door, um, there is a female um, who does the same thing, and she watches sports with the, st- with the sound off while she works. Listening to one woman watch sports with the sound off sounds like bad sex. And I know what bad sex sounds like because I was raised by a single woman. Right. So I'll be typing away Microsoft Excel, minding my own goddamn business, working away, type, 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 and all of a sudden I hear, oh
7: yeah! Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah, shoot it. Come on, shoot it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, like my dick moves and my
3: ears perk up and I'm looking around like, what the fuck? I'm like still typing. My blood's pumping. She's like, yeah,
7: shoot it. Come on, shoot it. Yeah, 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 shoot it. Shoot it. Shoot it. No! No, you idiot! You idiot!
3: And I'm getting PTSD from every sexual experience I've had with a woman or myself. And I'm looking at a pivot table with the weirdest fucking boner I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Thanks, i Timothy Pizza. Hello, oh, no. girl!
1: Clap wildly for Timothy Pizza. Yay. He's off to Doc's Lab to go do a great set. Right on. Coming up next here on the Joke Workshop, funny man, and he has new jokes. I heard it outside, and you're going to hear him now for the first time. Uh, As am I, actually, Uh, put your hands together. It's Connor Doherty!
4: New jokes, indeed. I went to the worst party ever on Friday. I don't like any parties, but this one was especially bad. After I was at Pamtastics, my friend texted me and was like, oh, well, let's go over to this place. It's just some stoners hanging out. I thought, that sounds like about my speed. We get over there and it's a full-blown weed themed party (laughs) There they have green light bulbs in like weird. It's like But like none of it is actually weed. It's just sort of like weed adjacent things green lights sort of foliage there is a bong out there is weed out and I'm just we're sitting there at this party and nobody is smoking It's a weed themed party and no one is smoking weed like first of all you don't have to make the party weed themed, right? That's just a party That's like throwing a kid's birthday party and making it cake themed and then no one eats cake What is going on? This is the worst party I've ever been to So like finally me and my friend and one of the hosts go out on the balcony and get high come back inside We're the only ones high there I'm just sitting on the couch looking at all these people looking at all these dudes that went to the same college that I did at the same time that I did and that is the amount of social uh, social closeness I have to them and so I was noticing that there are two types of Dudes in my age range. There are the ones who uh, Still dress like they're in college and then the ones who are pretending like they're adults And that's irrelevant because neither of them were smoking weed at a <laughs> weed themed party But it's like it's a thing that I noticed While I was sitting on the couch. (laughs) I was just furious at this party. Oh goodness. Uh, I was watching a Justin Bieber music video the other day. I was watching the video for Sorry. Do you guys know that song? Anyway, (laughs) it's pretty good. So, it's the song is serving two purposes. There's two meanings. There's the one like the literal meaning is like him apologizing to some woman that he is wronged. The other meaning is him apologizing to his fan base and society at large for being a sociopath. And it's like it's very well executed. And like the video's super cool. It's all these ladies in like bright outfits doing cool dance moves and stuff. But there's this lyric that's like uh, is it too late now to say sorry cuz I'm missing more than your body. And that makes sense in the context, isn't that right? Than just, than just your body, excuse me. They are different. Missing more than just your body. So that makes sense in the context of the woman that he has wronged. But in terms of society at large, who is wronged by being a sociopath and like drunk driving and like bringing illegal monkeys to Germany? I don't understand what the body is. Like he never had my body. Is it does it refer to you know money, capital, that we used to give to him, and we don't anymore. He wants the body capital back. I don't know. <laughs> I was in San Diego recently, and I met this surfer slash skimboarder. I asked him how he decided it, when he was going to surf versus skimboard, and he's like, dude, good question. It wasn't a very interesting answer, though. He also gave me... <laughs> He also gave me mushrooms, which was nice of him. He had this tattoo on his upper arm that said Memento Mori, which is like a reminder of death or something like that. And I was just thinking, like, I wish I was at the point where I needed to tattoo it on my body to think about death because I just think about it all the time. (laughs) If I were going to get that tattoo, I think it would say, everything that dies is deprived of meaning. But that's just me. It probably wouldn't work as well in terms of, like, you know, impressing people. That was weird, man.
1: Connor <laughs> Doherty! Comments?
3: Uh, this is really a stretch, but
4: um, did you grow up religious at all? No. No? Or, like, I went to church when I was, like, really little, but...
3: Uh, I used to have to study um, uh, Christianity, you know, Christian high school, um, and one of the things I had to learn was, uh, like dual planes of Jesus it would be like he would be talking to his 12 apostles about like oh yeah I'm gonna you know get us all you know food or something but like they thought I was just talking about them but he was really talking about like all of humanity there's a whole thing on it you can look it up but I thought that would be a funny comparison for the uh, for the Bieber yeah for the beaver thing Cause I, I can't remember Pam do you know what I'm talking about you want yeah
1: to... well it's it's called uh, his parables he'd you know say one thing and yeah. meet another but at the at the last supper he was saying this is my body broken for you but it wasn't real. it was like I'm sacrificing myself but he but, really yeah, was yeah they kill him right yeah
3: yeah and 12
1: loaves 2 fishes or 5 loaves 2 fishes not it's, all that stuff He. it's
3: something duality it's called the plane the dual planes or something I can't remember it's a it's a pretty well I, don't, I guess well, it's not as well known as I thought it was I th-
4: it's good feedback. I think the first order of business is adding jokes <laughs> to it. Yeah. But like once I do that, maybe I'll come back and go for this yeah. thing you're talking well, about. And
1: you, well, you said you don't know why Justin Bieber, blah blah blah. He's, maybe he's apologizing for his entire body of work. Mm.
4: Could be <laughs>
1: like it's his That's entire yeah. his entire body of music that he's created. Is that the right word for it? Or I mean, yeah.
8: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you
3: know, Jesus passed, take this song <laughs> and listen to it. Yeah. It is my mind, you know the um is he the
1: kid that got arrested
2: for peeing in a bucket? Yep, yeah. All right. Which I maintain as legal, but <laughs> <laughs> Which I maintain as legal. Says
1: Jenny Hogan.
2: Uh, Yeah, I think body of work. I think it could be his fans' body of work. Um, He has a lot of very active like Twitter followers and that kind of thing. So I think that could be like a good area for jokes. If you go look up maybe like some of the best things like ever tweeted at him and like it's like him singing about how much he misses like getting like you know like a lot of erotic tweets from like twelve year old (laughs) girls and that kind of thing. I think that could be like one direction to take it. (laughs) One One direction to take (laughs) it.
0: (laughs) All those teenage girls' idiocy without his brain exploding.
5: <laughs> and I don't know if you just said this off the cuff or you planned it, but I love the the phrase um, "I was furious at this party" or the sentence really because, like, we've all been there. But it's yeah. just the, the, the incongruity being furious at a party. The, that yeah, word in particular. Right.
4: Yeah.
1: I thought that whole joke was great. That no one was the whole weed thing. I thought that was very funny.
4: It's fucking people, man. It's a. It's just true.
1: Is it because That's they? I'm just wondering why they didn't have any weed. I thought everyone had weed. No, they, no they, that's the thing
4: weed. they did, and no one was smoking it. There was like a bong and like weed sitting out on the table. Why
1: didn't you just start I, smoking it though, yeah? I would, why didn't you invite me?
8: Exactly, because I did, I mentioned it. You, you smoked some?
4: Yeah, I went out on the patio, but then I was like the only person high at this <laughs> weed themed party.
2: Was everyone giving reasons for why they weren't
4: smoking weed? Was it a lot of like. Nah, I didn't fucking talk to it? anyone. <laughs> 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 you or think? You think I was talking to people at a party? So was it maybe at a party
9: to get people to smoke weed that
4: wasn't working? It's unclear. I mean I wasn't even invited, so <laughs> I showed I was literally The thing that I forgot to mention that I don't really know how to include is that like I thought it was just gonna be stoners hanging out, so I showed up with a burrito and I was just <laughs> I'm just sitting on the floor eating a burrito as this terrible party coalesces around me.
1: (laughs) I love it. I think it's a funny joke. Any other comments for Connor? Connor Doherty! Yay, Connor Doherty. You guys are listening to the Joke Workshop here. On Mutiny Radio, your next comedian. Uh, it's been a minute since we've seen him, so ex- excited to see what his jokes are. Uh, one of my favorite people who's been homeschooled in all of San Francisco. Put your hands together. It's Ian Levy.
10: Hey guys. So pigeons. <laughs> I don't. I don't really have much on pigeons. Do you guys ever see like compare just normal street like like city pigeons to yeah. like like. Crazy pigeons. Have you ever seen like a real a pigeon who looks like he's been through shit? Like <laughs> you know, like they're real. Where, where you just like you know, where, where you go around it in the street. You know, it's, it's not it's not a pigeon that's that's gonna budge. Yeah, no, that's scary. Um, that's it. That's m- end of riffing. Okay. <laughs> jo- jokes begin. <laughs> um, I uh I, I'm not sure. One of two things is happening. Uh, either. Vanilla ice cream has started tasting really good all of a sudden, or I'm just becoming more boring with age. Like I don't know. <laughs> it's, I can't get enough of it all of a sudden. Um I uh I, I'm looking at the trying to trying to find more more meaning in my life recently. A uh, a friend of mine just got married, which is weird. I went that's why I was gone, actually. I was gone for a whole week to to my friend's wedding in Galt. And uh it's it's <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know golf? (laughs) Yeah. Very few people do, but it's, it's weird because like marriage is meant to be like the next, you know, the next step in maturity or whatever you're next. And this is, this is a guy I've known for a long time. I've known him since I was six and it's hard to take him as like a serious adult, you know, he's, he's, this is someone who once in all seriousness, once said to me, uh, not many people can say they've crawled on their belly through their own urine. (laughs) but I can, <laughs> which, <laughs> which just doesn't, you know, that's not really a mature adult kind of thing you, you expect people to say. It's, it's weird. My, uh, my, my grandparents got married after uh, knowing each other for three months which is which is kind of insane you know i mean it takes me like three months to commit to a new series on netflix or something but it is it's i can't believe that kind of commitment and they hate each other now like they so if they were from a time period where they could have gotten divorced they would have been divorced (laughs) like not even close man they they would be on their third or fourth marriage but they they despise each other (laughs) but they're but they're sticking it out um my, my, my grandparents are really into uh, family lineage stuff. They like doing uh, family history. And they, they, they've done some research and they've found out, this is my grandparents on my mom's side, they've found out that um, I have relatives dating all the way back to someone who came from the Mayflower. But my particular line of the family, like it goes on down the ages, but the only reason I exist is because during the Civil War, a guy who fought for the Confederacy uh, left his wife and family to go fight and then started a second secret family and that's where I come from. <laughs> and I'm trying to decide what's, what's worse, the fact that I only exist because of adultery or the fact that I only exist because of the secession of the South. <laughs> like, I don't know <laughs> which of those facts is worse. Um, uh, yeah, it's weird. And then on my, on my, on my dad's side, uh, there's my, my family history. My dad is Jewish, and my family history uh, you can follow it back until about the '40s, uh, and so my family is Jewish and uh, in Europe in the '40s, and you can follow the history back up until then, and then I don't know what happened. Um, I mean, they must have just been bad record keepers or something. There's no, there's no history after after that. So that's that's a weird, you know, idiots. <laughs> hey. Um, I uh I I had some some jokes about Israel-Palestine, but then I remembered that this is, re- like, a recorded thing, <laughs> and I decided I decided not to go out and say them, because as much as as much as I disagree with, like, a lot of Israel's policies, I still qualify for, like, a birthright tour <laughs> that I might want to take someday, and I don't want to be, like, at the West Bank, and then they go, what's this podcast from Mutiny Radio? They're like, Israel's not so great. Uh, but I'm Jewish, so I love Israel, guys, just <laughs> for the record. Um... <laughs> Um, yeah, I think that's all I got for today. but thanks a lot, guys for indulging.
1: Yay he's loving. I have a question up front. Was that a thinly veiled Holocaust joke about the history not going back past the forties in yeah, Europe? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay,
10: I got I got, it then. I got a bit stuck up on it, but it's but it's true. Like on my on my dad's side of the family, you can follow our family lineage back to the forties, and then the Nazis just destroyed all all history of people.
1: Right. I assumed that it was a. a yeah, Holocaust yeah. Joke. I don't. Okay, I good. don't
10: know if that's that. F- I don't. I usually don't like talking. <laughs> making you know, this is this might seem weird, but I usually don't like talking about the Holocaust.
11: So. <laughs> I was going uh, to say about that one. It's, uh, there's a, you could easily flip it on its head like millions of families disappeared during the, during that period of time, but mine appeared out of nowhere. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you could somehow turn it into a slam on the Nazis, I think you could make
10: it work. I'm really aiming to slam the Jews, though. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I'm going No, no, but. Uh, perpetuate that self hating stereotype. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I, I don't know if that's funny or if I should just. Leave if there's an idea there or
1: not. I think there's an idea there. I thought it was funny, and I I thought it was funny because you were circling around it, and you never. It was like an oblique hit. It wasn't like here's the joke. It was like you sort of like skimmed off the side of it, and I was like, okay, are you under 24?
10: I'm 23. Because
1: you know you can only claim birthright till you're 24, so it's twi- you better. 25. Oh, it's 25 now. Yeah. They switched it. Well, there you go. So get on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you want to go to Israel for free.
5: <laughs> I like that you're t- doing like personal, real stuff as opposed to the stuff you were making up before. It's it's great.
10: I like making up stuff though. <laughs> fine,
1: make stuff up, but I, I I'm encouraging. No, okay, no
10: no, thank, like that. thanks. That's a good note.
1: With that beard, you kind of look like an old Civil War Confederate fighter maybe. Okay. You or,
10: or or every tech piece of shit in the city, right?
1: Well, they must they uh, maybe maybe all tech guys are just Civil War enthusiasts. It, it, it's I mean, true. I don't know.
10: Th- this guy who just got married is a Civil War reenactor, so <laughs> that I know. So I've been to many a reenactment. I hey mean, I love my lot. Okay. <laughs> um,
1: hey, Stefan. That microphone it has a bad XLR, so like, keep it in the stand because oh it keeps God. going in and out. Right. Just so you know. All right. Any more comments for Ian?
6: Yeah.
1: you You got to get to a microphone.
8: It was about the South. Watch your audience.
10: In, in what? In what way?
8: in a black-and-white way and in a s- north-and-south way.
10: But that, I mean, that all really happened. There's, <laughs> you know, the South did sustain the Yeah, for and the that's why
8: there's racism.
10: Well, yeah, but I don't think that joke in any way implies any form of racism.
8: No, but, but I felt offended that you were on the wrong side for me but my family was they were all on
10: the side like i don't I'm i don't agree saying, with them i'm not yeah. sub, i'm not saying like you know i've
1: seen your confederate flag tattoo don't yeah, lie yeah, to exactly. us
10: i'm not saying show everybody, everybody
1: your ass again and i don't right call now. it like
8: the war know, northern but, aggression
10: or
1: anything
2: but, <laughs> it's, <laughs> but it, it,
8: it's a hot button for for us yeah it really is i mean 2012, 13, 14, they're just taking that flag down, which means nothing, actually, on... on you know the principles, of... of
1: but I housing. think that I disagree with you because I think him telling that joke opens up the dialogue, and that's what we need to start doing, especially through comedy. Is that we, racism is a problem, and the only reason, the only way to address it, is really to bring it to the forefront with comedy. And we know that he's joking because he's standing up on
8: stage saying he's yeah, comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And see, it's true; his family yeah. really does come from the Confederacy. Yeah, so that's I can see that too, Pam. I, I see that. But, I mean, but here's the question: after your set. Are you open to open enough to speak with someone privately about this?
10: Yeah, sure. Okay, tell my opinion. Yes. I think a uh, apartheid is the only solution. To <laughs> <really bad>. no. <laughs> no, no, no. no. no, 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 no
8: Nobody's—he's being
1: funny about begin.
8: it. I don't have a problem.
10: Okay. <laughs> you know, I
8: have white people in my. A couple of white
1: people are my friends, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we're, all, we're, all, we're all trying not to be racist okay. here. Everybody clap wildly for Ian Levy.
8: Yay!
1: <laughs> Yay. All right, your next comedian is another funny Jew. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I, I think the only way. Did you ever take your birthright? Probably not. Oh,
9: um, I did something
1: different. Oh, right on. Confirmation yeah. trips. Ah. Yeah, I had to pay for it. Oh wow! There you go. You had to pay for it. Well, we could make jokes about that too. Hey, everybody! Put your hands together for your next comedian, the very funny Stephanie Silverman.
9: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I did. Uh, yeah, I did a um, birthright for sixteen-year-olds, which was really, really, really fun. Um, let's see. I am. Um, I I don't know what's going on with me. I am changing. I used to ha- I have a motorcycle. I've ridden a motorcycle, uh, but then it was too big and clunky, so I got myself a scooter. That scooter got crunched by a van, and now I'm riding around on a scoot. Oh. I just keep going lower and lower on the spectrum of shame. Like you guys know these scoot things that they're like electric, like you don't need a motorcycle license. It's like zip car for people that don't actually want to zip. They want to scoot, which is like when I think of scooting, it's like this defines scooting. I think of a dog that's wiping its ass on the carpet and it's scooting. And this is what you do on a scoot. And it's like you just go and you pick it up and uh, it's got two helmets already in it. So you can choose like whether you want scabies or lice um, or, just, or you just want to be grossed out um, and you know it's like I'm not I, I am not OCD I do not have OCDs I am just germ phobic and like this is a real health hazard and I emailed them I'm like how do you guys clean these helmets you know what do you got like sanitizer in there disposable helmet liners what and they're like the mechanic thoroughly goes over the scoot every two weeks and like and then I wrote this is like this is not enough like do you I'm like does, are you flea bombing these things like this is like this is I'm like, I work in a profession that it requires cleanliness and I under, I understand this and they're like well, if you have any problems with your scoot let us know so like I've been carrying around I've been carrying around a little spray bottle of alcohol with me and I just spray it and I kind of air it out and then I just like put it on because it is it is disgusting um, but like I just worry about like how low on the shame spectrum i'm going like what what is next for me so i'm on this scoot which is like a dog butt am i gonna like i'm gonna be on a fixie next like (laughs) carrying a yoga mat like on my way to dolores park for yoga class for like (laughs) jello shots that are in orange peels like i I don't know i don't know what's next i feel so like you know and then there's mason jars everywhere Uh, it's humiliating like the other like the other night i was on this scoot and i was like going to going to drop it off across town because that was kind of convenient actually um and uh, so I'm at a stop sign, and this guy's like, hey, scooting hard. And I look at him and I go, this thing is a piece of shit. <laughs> and um, he laughed heartily because he wasn't expecting that kind of response. Um, so now I'm looking for him on Misconnections. It's um, <laughs> that guy, wow. I didn't expect him to laugh. He's my audience. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, uh, my mom. She loves me. She sees me through rose-colored glasses. She's like, Stephanie, you should be a model. And I'm like, mom, that's ridiculous. Models are beautiful and they're skinny. That's like the thing that models have. And she's like, no, no, no. You do not have to be obese to be a plus size model. That sounds terrible. It sounds terrible, but it's actually quite reasonable. It's actually, I mean, cause I'm, I'm actually plus size. I am a plus size person. I wear like a size eight or size 10, that is plus size. (laughs) Fuck it, who gives a shit? I like my body and I'm not overweight. I don't care what you call it. Like it's better than calling it like lumpy size or like like fat size, they could call it fat size. It's just plus, it's just bigger than like a size six. Like why do we even give a shit about this stuff? I don't understand. Like, cause you know what, you can be fat at any size. Right, you could be a size three, and then if you're like four foot eight, like you're huge. Um, let's see, I've got a joke about cum towels that I'm working on. I'm gonna try to work that out a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm, I've got original material. No one else is doing joke- jokes about cum towels. um... I, I, I set this up. I, I, I made this problem myself when I was single. Like I was. I was like really prepared for like sex dates. I was a really good sex hostess. I had lube, I had clean towels right by the bed. You come over to my house, you come I got a towel for you. One, one time use. Goes into, the, goes into the laundry. That's it. Your towel is fresh and clean. And so I had collected all these towels like for boutique workouts usually. Either I had co- bought or stolen them from gyms. Um, and then when I moved in with my boyfriend, I continued this habit of having clean towels by the bed because that's just what I did. And his habit is to take one of these towels that I have bought for or stolen from a gym, use it once, <laughs> and then stuff it back in the drawer. Okay, oh. which leads, to, and sometimes he would hand this towel to me to wipe up oh. with, and I'm like, no, this is, we can't do this. Like, we you cannot reuse a t- come towel. Cause like I bought. So I bought him like 24 fresh white washcloths because one, like, I'll tell you what what instigated this is one day I was going to one of these boutique workouts with my friend Brittany, right, because that's who you go to a boutique (laughs) workout with is someone named Brittany. That's the only person that will go. Like, we put on our Lululemon outfits and we, like, go to the marina and we're, you know, we're going to go to a spinning class and, like, I pull out my towel and she's like, oh, my God, you didn't tell me we needed towels to bring our own towels to this workout. And I was like, well, I would give you mine, but I do not want you to get pregnant. (laughs) So, <laughs> all right. That's, that's what I got. What do you guys do?
6: <laughs>
1: oh, <you guys. laughs> Stephanie Silverman! Comments?
2: So, I like, to, I like the um, like fat at any size. Do you know, there's this like the fat acceptance movement that's like healthy at any weight. I think yeah. you could do a play on that that's like ugly at any size kind of thing. Like fat <laughs> I, any size. I think like, that would be good. But like, also bring up that movement, because I don't think people are going to know it.
9: Okay, because I like that movement. Because like, one of the things that they do is that they say, like, they're fat like it's just a thing it's just a yeah. word it's an actual like you have too much fat then you're fat okay anyway this is ugly, so si- ugly in any size okay
12: this is so silly but i i heard the the come towels it, it's just i've heard it before and i love it when you slow it down yeah. like it's just just, just one okay. suggestion you're, it, when you lay into every little thing about it it's really great
8: yeah. okay thank you and it's just the word cum is c o m e and it, no, 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 no I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, you know, you got two words that sound like. I've been avoiding using those words. Like I was going to, I sent Pam a message and I, I was writing, Pam, do you mind if I come? It's like, and you, I, and you what meant, I'm, what you the reason. you mean arrive. Yeah, <laughs> I had to think of some other word. So maybe you could, I don't know, uh, talk what, what about. Do you, what do you call your Come towels.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you're not just the word. T shirts. You know, uh, I call yeah. my towels t shirts and sometimes socks. <laughs> sometimes ad- I call them dirty socks. Underpants, yeah. Sometimes I call them dirty um, underpants. The, yeah. Uh,
3: only suggestion I, the whole thing I thought was great. Uh, when you're talking about the scoot, you're slowly degrading from the motorcycle to the scooter, then to the scoot. And then um, you're talking about riding a fixie and carrying all this shit. Um, and you only mentioned the fixie once. It doesn't make sense because you can't carry shit on a fixie. And then I just had this hilarious vision in my brain of you on one of those hoverboards carrying Jello shots. Oh, a hoverboard. That's yeah. Good. I think the yeah. hoverboard yeah. <laughs> might work. Or yeah, maybe yeah, a hoverboard because you know, it's are free. You can actually carry the stuff that you're talking um, about. No,
9: that's better because I think fixies aren't as douchey as they oh, were, they don't have brakes. to
3: do that weird. Thing. There's no way. Yeah, yeah. Fixie requires stuff going on. There's no brakes on those things. There's right. R- but don't they have
9: baskets? Don't people like put on like the?
3: Uh, there's like a weird. What
1: kind of? Bra- it's like oh, a brake. It yeah, just like has one. Yeah, just
3: got thing. one. Yeah, I don't know. I, you, you're not carrying jealous shots on fixie though. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You
1: could also okay. make fun of electronic skateboards because like, those guys are fucktards. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's that's a hoverboard. The electronic skateboard thing. Are they? Well, no. The the hoverboards are two wheels that are next to each other that, for some reason there's more African-Americans than have them. Then I don't know why I just see them like uh, weird white Jew guys uh, ride the one wheel. You know, it's like the, there's a wheel, big In wheel the and the yeah, thing. Yeah. And then, and then the black people are using the two wheels that are lower and they do that thing. And then the, the skateboard is $1,500. Mm-hmm. And that's what all the new cod pieces are using. <laughs>
3: Uh, uh, and the hoverboards catch fire too yeah uh, we- yeah there's like houses that burn down um, so we could, we could use that do they
9: just spontaneously combust yes pretty much yeah whoa yeah. whoa yeah. that's awesome
3: google hoverboard <laughs> fires yeah um <laughs> Uh, they might so be fixing it Buy one it now. for your
9: enemy, just like me. yeah. It's still.
3: I mean, it's uh, like the last time I heard about it was a couple weeks ago. So yeah, it's still pretty relevant. Okay. Um, so like
9: a hoverboard goes below scoot. In, oh, in, definitely. In, oh, like, definitely. In yeah. Shame. Yeah. Like I should be so ashamed. The, I know. really want unicycles one. at the very bottom. I think Unis- yeah. unicycles I and really mimes bad. are at the <laughs>
1: bottom of the Unis- yeah. pile. Yeah. Okay,
9: that's good. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Anything else? You guys are helpful. All
1: right. Thank you. Yay, Stephanie! Yay! <laughs> All Moving right along here on the Joke Workshop here on MutinyRadio.fm. Your next comedian, really great guy, super helpful here around the station, and uh, just a really nice fellow also bringing you new jokes, being a funny guy. Put your hands together. It's George Davis. Yeah.
12: Hello, hello, hello. Let's make this quick. All right. Uh, oh, all right. Sad thing, right? David Bowie died, Prince died. It's always very sad when people that we love die, right? Thing is, I was thinking, like, God or whoever is on, like, his fucking pedo-pedo fucking roll call or something. Like, they're getting all the pedophiles off the streets. You know what I mean like right right remember david bowie you don't don't you can't tell me that dude didn't fuck little kids right or at least like all right not little kids but at least somebody under 16 <laughs> that dude fucked everybody under 16 and prince don't tell me he didn't fuck a chick under 16 now here's the question right do you still dig the people that you don't dig because they fuck with, they like grow across your morals right right like unless like you're down with fucking a 16 year old quick question anyway (laughs) oh oh yeah yeah soft and wet all right there you go all right anyway (laughs) oh yeah 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 this all right man i forget all kinds of crap anyway uh oh um dumb story so i used to work at the tenderloin housing clinic all right. And the 10 housing clinic, if you don't know, is where they take the homeless from the streets and they put them in homes in this area, okay? And the people who live there are filled with, like, crack addicts and, like, just, just addicts. Just addicts. Just regular people and shit, right? What I would consider. And, um, like, I get this, I get all these people. I'd sit at this desk all night and, like, because I used to work the midnight to eight, which is always a fun shift. If you're ever gonna work a shift like filled with crackheads, work midnight to eight because that's always a good shift. And um, I was sitting there one night, and uh, all of a sudden, because all the time you'd hear these people pull the fucking fire alarms. <laughs> and there's never a fire nobody ever sets a fire there's never a fire it's just somebody on one who's feeling it and then they pull the fucking fire alarm so one day that damn alarm goes off and I go running up six floors because I'm at the Heartland Hotel if you ever seen the hotel downtown there's a beautiful sign that says Heartland Hotel off Gary Street and I'd go down there and, and I'd work there and one day at like three in the morning that fucking alarm goes off And I know there's no fire, so I go running up these five flights of stairs, and I go checking out all these people. And I get up to floor five, and all of a sudden, I see water. And you don't expect in a fire situation to see a hell of a lot of water everywhere. And there's water coming around. So I go around, and I go around, and I go around. I go to this woman's room. So I go to this woman's room, and I peek through her door, and I look in. And she's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I go, looking, what the fuck? And all of a sudden, there's water up to like the bottom of that chair. <laughs> okay, all right. And at the, at the bottom of the water, there's like a whole bunch of water. And I'm like, holy shit, there's a whole shit ton of water. And she burst a pipe being on one, <laughs> fucking around with her pipe. She broke it. She broke a pipe in the middle of the night. So I go running downstairs with nobody to do anything with because I'm a temp on a temp job in the middle of fucking nowhere. And suddenly there's just I, I one quick thing. There's, if any building that you live in, all your bathrooms are kind of in a row. I any mean, apartment you live in, they're all in a row because they don't want their water to fuck up. So the water is coming down over our little bathroom that we use for our dumbasses. And I look in the far distance and suddenly there's just water flowing on the back wall like this shining. And it's just garbage <laughs> water flowing down. And suddenly, like... You know, I resolve it, but I know I'm out of time and I don't want to overrun my time. So, anyway, take care, guys.
1: George Davis! Stay up there for comments and stuff. Stay up there for comments
3: and stuff. Um, the, uh, the water bit, um, you told the intro to it like three times. Like, you told it, like, uh, you said, like, I work at this place, and then there was this thing, and then I ran up these stairs, and then, like, you started over like, a different way telling it. Like, you told the intro to the bit, like, two or three times. Yeah. Um, so you could shorten that by, like, a f- like two-thirds. Like <laughs> you just say, like, I was a temp at uh, Heartland Hotel and the TL. Uh, crazy people worked there. One night, somebody fucked up the water. Um, that's all you got to say. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
9: Um, I really liked it. It's, like, you've got a good storytelling vibe, and I agree with Timi- what Timothy said. It's like it's a, more of a storytelling vibe. I could totally sit here as a story, but um, like as a stand-up bit, I look, put in more tags and punchlines, yeah. right? Because like that, you got there. Because I was gonna say with the waterfall, you know, like like The Shining, that was perfect. That was, that was great. But you can definitely stuff more things like that in there. and how did she break the pipe? And she's like, what did she look like? There's like,
1: I, I, mean, I have so, a tag so for rich, it. So rich, but I, it was very good delivery. I have an actual tag for it. Why do they always put the addicts in the attic? Why do they put her on the fifth floor? Why would they do that? Put the attics on the ground floor, not in the attic. Because when they fuck up, they're not gonna fuck up the whole building if they're on the ground floor, right? If they're on the fifth floor, it comes down, it ruins right. the whole building like The Shining. Attics in the attic.
11: I was gonna say, when, you, uh, when you're trying to think of some way to resolve what's not a fire, you can't call the fire department because they're just gonna make it worse.
12: Yeah, exactly. It's a flood.
1: More
11: water. That's the, what you is don't that, want is, is more water. Is that shit
3: about Bowie and Prince true?
1: No, no, it's not because Prince is one of the only people in history who never had. He never had a sexual harassment suit. He never had. He was never accused of pedophilia. He's never been accused of anything. He never really had a news story about him except when he changed his name to a symbol.
3: I mean, because I was thinking he could like to make it a little less awkward. You could say that like I've made this joke just like hanging out with girls before. That like every girl in my generation's like sexuality is responsible from. Bowie in those fucking ball pants in Labyrinth. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, dance magic dance. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got the, the balls, you know. He's he's got the balls. He's playing with the balls. He's got the balls hanging out. Um, yeah, yeah. The
1: baby with the magic. I mean the but balls. I, I don't, I don't, and then you can make a joke about what's her name? Jennifer Connelly. She was young in that she movie. Was like yeah,
3: fourteen when that happened. That's the, that's what I was seeing. So we, let me like we, like I know Bowie fucked Jennifer Connelly on the set. He had to have. Uh, but, like, I don't know if there's any actual pedophilia threats on Bowie, but uh, that could be, like, an implied one that's funny. Um, otherwise, maybe it's just awkward. I don't know. Um, I'd think about that one.
1: Sheena, yeah. How old was Sheena E? I think you turned that off, by the way. There's an on-off switch on that. Don't there work, out. Uh, I think I don't know how, she, how old Sheena E was when she played with Prince, but, I mean, if she was under 18, you could probably make, yeah. you know, yeah. a joke about Sheena, Sheena E. Why do I know about... <laughs> Sheila E. Sheila E. Thank you. It was, uh, thank you. Yeah, he's old school. I'm thinking of Sheena Easton. Sheena Easton is yeah. different than. Well, still
2: she,
12: they e. all played drums
1: <laughs> in the 80s. Thank you. One. Yeah, George, yay! <laughs> uh, all right, you guys. Your next comedian uh, has a show here on Sundays from 6 to 8 called The Immutables. She's going to do it at some time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's very funny, though, you guys. And put your hands together right now. It's Trina Roderick. Hey, She's got hey, a hey, face. Thank pocket. you. I was actually on
5: my way here walking down Mission, and there was a homeless guy laying in the street with his feet out and his shoes off. And his, his feet, of course, looked like, you know, fat sausages that were, you know, that were barbecued and fell in the in the coal, right? <laughs> of course. But the problem is that there was this there was this the very clean fresh white substance on the, uh, one of his feet that he was twinkling Which, of course, is alarming. You need to know that immediately. Like, if there's cum on a homeless guy's feet, his dick might be out. And you need to know that. You guys ever seen a homeless guy's dick? It's super pink. Super pink. You know how those... Right? It's, like, clean and pink and, like, ugh. Like, lips... Anyway. But then there was tons of... Then I realized there's also, like, this major smear of mayonnaise on the floor, just... just just next to his feet and I realized there was obviously a mayo mishap here. Uh. I wanted to stop and find out what the mayo mishap was, but I didn't. (laughs) Um, So this morning I didn't get up fast enough to give my cat her treats and so she decided to get off the bed via the nightstand which gives her the excuse, and I'm putting the word excuse in quotes, to put her butt next to my face on the pillow and hold it there while she sniffs all the things on the nightstand. (laughs) I just, I feel like somebody out there might like the fact that within the last 24 hours there was a sentient being who made the decision to put her shit-crusted asshole as close to my face as she possibly could for the specific purpose of sending me a message, right? That was on purpose. Oh, OK. <laughs> well, OK, so I realized, OK, I'm going to be 47 in July, you know, as our birthdays come up. And I'm like, nice. I, uh, I, uh, I definitely would not fuck me if I was in my late 30s. And here's how I know. <laughs> I've got reasons. Uh, reason number one is that, um, well, when I was in my late thirties, okay, that's reason number one is I shaved shit. <laughs> like I, I've done stuff. I was a trial lawyer in LA. I wasn't a little bit fish in a big pond. Like that's the biggest shark tank in America. Like I have stories. What can I say? <laughs> shark stories. <laughs> Um, reason number two is that, um, when I was in my late thirties 30s, 30s, and cause that's going to happen a lot, right? Like I'm going to say, uh, I was set up on a blind date with Mark Wozniak, who's the younger brother of Steve Wozniak, who started Apple computer. Right. And so, um, we met at this posh Woodinville Inn, this posh.com place back then. And as we're in the lobby waiting for my date to show up, they run into an old friend who looks just like Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> which I'm kind of intrigued by because now we have a story, right? This is a story officially. And uh, so I'm kind of half paying attention to this conversation that I don't really need to be involved in because it's getting caught up and half looking at the door for my date, Prince Charming, to arrive. And out of nowhere, out of nowhere, the waitress seats us. And I'm like, wait, why is Humpty this? Wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, what?
8: right Right.
5: and then at dinner I find out he's 47 I pulled my friend aside I was like hold up your boy is pushing 50 I don't think so I was like the only Humpty I'm gonna Dumpty is Chris Farley you know this about me we have we never met? <laughs> anyway, I know I know everybody likes to fuck over and under a lawyer, but come
8: on. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
1: Thank you. All the way, yay, Trina Roderick! Yay. Comments. I have comments. I think that um, you can make the mayonnaise homeless thing. You can mix that in with the cat. Because you said that his dick was all pink and pristine, and your cat's ass is all crusty and gross and covered with poo. So I think that there might be some sort of, like, mushing them together, like...
5: I was just riffing the mayo thing, because that really did happen on the way here, and we were talking about mayo earlier. Oh,
1: okay. I didn't didn't actually plan that one. I was just uniting the audience with a... I don't know. I enjoyed oh, the mayonnaise. It, it worked.
5: It worked. Worked okay. I'm oh. down with
1: the mayonnaise. I was just thinking you could just put something with like maybe he needs to be in the Mayo Clinic. I thought mm. that would be a punchline on <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right,
5: like right, There's right, been the right,
1: mayonnaise right. incident I, here. Right, right. Should I call the Mayo Clinic? <laughs> Should I call the Mayo Clinic? <laughs> yeah. There's been a the mayonnaise. The nine one Mayo Clinic. Yeah. Something like. Mayo yeah. There we go. And then, uh, I, I mean, I thought of a tag. It
3: might be a little too gross. maybe weird for a girl. But if I was doing that joke, I would say like. Have you ever seen a homeless guy's dick? I mean, I've came on one's feet, but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I I don't know if that's me, but, uh, yeah, yeah, but I mean, if you made a weird joke about coming on a guy's feet, um, (laughs) tell me about it slowly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a good joke for yourself. That's funny. Tell me about it slowly. You need to develop that fetish. (laughs) 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 I I don't know. I don't think anybody should be foot-fucking any homeless people. I think that that's going over the edge. For
5: the purposes
9: of comedy.
1: For the pur- yes, of course. <laughs> All right. What oh,
9: about my what? Wozniak story? Oh, yeah, I got some comments. Oh, yeah, I like yeah. it, um, but I, I need more detail. I'm not sure okay. why, why you wouldn't fuck you. But like, uh, that didn't come clear. No, I wouldn't Just, fuck him. Oh, but you said you wouldn't fuck yourself if you were mm. in your 30s.
5: Right, because now I'm 47. Well, you can't. But wait, what?
9: <laughs> like I, I thought the, pre- Boy, the premise of the story was like you start. It sounded like you started the story with, "I wouldn't fuck like I'm 47, and I wouldn't fuck myself if I were in my 30s, and yeah. this is and this is why." Right. And why?
5: Why? You think why? Because, because when I was in guy, my 30s, I wouldn't fuck anybody that close to 50.
9: Okay. Right. right? Okay. Like I wouldn't do that. Oh. You know, why would I ask somebody? Why I would somebody? Okay, I wouldn't. I wouldn't because fuck of me? Humpty Dumpty. But he was looked like Humpty Dumpty also. But yeah, anyway. no, the but, um, to, oh, Yeah, that's But sorry. I just wanted to make. I've just got like one tag. So I assume that this they're in the high tech community. These people. Wozniak's little brother is he also a tech kind of guy? Does he do? Tech I humans? doubt it. I don't know. I don't. Okay. I, I assume you say Wozniak. I assume it's tech. And you say he runs into a friend who looks like Humpty Dumpty. Well, you know who, wait do you know who's. See, I should have I explained well, that. I, but. But, okay, so, but I, I thought if this is like a high-tech story or these are tech guys, he looks like Humpty Dumpty, which is not unheard of in the older male nerd community. Because I, I well, know guys that look like that that are like... Well, the, his Google brother, like the I mean, it, I should have realized,
5: his brother, have you, you know what Steve Wozniak looks yeah. like? Okay. Yeah, and I, I couldn't figure out, I didn't
3: see the connection between Humpty Dumpty and your date. For a while, I they were two separate things. Well, it took so me a did while to I figure, for uh, a long
5: time. That was kind of the point. Like, I didn't realize for the first, however, that we were talking to my date. I was seriously like, no, there's no way they set me up with this guy.
3: Wow. Uh, okay. So, did he did he know okay. what you looked like and come over and introduce himself or? Well,
5: yeah, but I didn't pay attention. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm right, right, like, right. I was like, so there was that. it just like, never. Yeah, I yeah. was I was confused for a while. That's.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you were just so happy to go on a date. I don't know. Um.
5: <laughs> okay.
1: Right, right. Okay. I yeah, I anyway, okay, thank you. with
9: your date and then
1: shows up. Well no that's the whole thing, she was waiting for a date. She was looking at the door. See, I that I caught that part. She was looking at the door, waiting for a date, and then the waitress was like, okay, comes he seated, and she's like, wah, wah, wah. So that's the moment where you have to be like, holy shit, Humpty Dumpty is my date. Okay, all right. Like you've gotta have a moment where you're like where you recognize that's what's happening. Well
5: I need to cut anyway. Thank you.
1: Ian Kung's not here, so we're gonna pass him and move on to our next comedian who is here. Uh, she hasn't been here in a while, and I'm really excited that she's joined us today. Put your hands together. It's Moon show. Hi.
13: Um, I, uh, I started couples therapy. What? <laughs> by myself. Um, <laughs> That's how it's supposed to go, I think, when you want to um, sustain your unsustainable relationship for as long as possible. Um, but yeah, it's going really well, uh, except I have a sneaking suspicion that my boyfriend has broken up with me through my therapist, and I'm the only one that doesn't know about it. Um, but yeah, but I don't know, Like, we'll, we'll see. I'll see her on Friday, so um, I don't know. If he has, I think I'm going to break up with my therapist through my ex-boyfriend, mm-hmm. um, would be appropriate. I, um, but yeah, no, uh, he's not my boyfriend anymore, we broke up, (laughs) um, but I don't know, it made sense, um, I feel like, uh, every fight we, we, I mean, I guess, how do I want to word this, uh, makes sense because I, will no, sorry, next joke, uh, Um, he was the type of person, he um, ri- he had a special filter for his water uh, because he thought there was a government conspiracy to uh, fill us with fluoride uh, to make us docile and dumb. Um, and he didn't want any part of that. So I was like, well, I can understand if I'm dumb because of fluoride, but what is your excuse? Um, it's probably not that good of a joke to burn your ex on stage, if it's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, but yeah, I've been um, basically on the world's most adorable bender. Um, it's been a lot of fun, uh, I feel like, but it's like a healthy bender. I feel like it's, um, I have a very healthy relationship with alcohol. Now, and like a healthy relationship with like a goofy amount of ketamine, oh. and um, it feels really good. Uh, I hmm, was um, on the bus the other day, and um, it was stalled for like ten minutes, and there was a Chinese bus driver talking to a black lady. and uh, and there was a bunch of people on the bus, and the only people that yelled at the bus driver was, like, this old white couple. And I thought to myself, I was like, oh, maybe it's just, like, I don't think, maybe racism isn't, like, a real thing. Maybe it's just, like, a lot of people are just, like, really in a rush. Um, And, like, white people are in the biggest rush of all. And so I think that's why it's called (laughs) Racism. <laughs> so, um, they have places to be. Uh, let's see. I. Uh, I think that's it.
1: <laughs> Moon show. I just saw that you wanted me to call you something else by your name, Moon Chosen. Oh, Uh, you did. I was like, she's the Chosen Chosen. Yeah, that she could be like Baron Moon Chosen. Yeah, Baron Ah! Baron Moon Chosen. That's so funny. I think that
0: yeah, that went over her head. It's the reference to a movie, The Adventures of Baron von Moonkauzen. And there's
3: 61 of her
14: orbiting Jupiter.
0: It's a really good movie. (laughs) Okay. Robin Williams plays the King of the Moon.
13: Oh, okay. The King of the Moon.
14: Uh, I got something for you. Okay. I feel like uh, having, especially if you're trying to shit on your ex, um, you there's a lot more you can work with on the conspiracy theory angle. Yeah. Like I was thinking, eh, I don't know if this is good, but you could say something like, yeah, he even wore like a little tinfoil hat on his dick <laughs> <and>
13: Now
14: <laughs> as like a condom, something about yeah. There you go. Fuck with that. People hate All people right. who believe in that.
3: <laughs> uh, do you want to know more about the fluoride thing? Because I could tell you if <laughs> I could. Yeah. No,
13: I've heard enough. No. You right, know. They, <laughs> we they they it for a year. It calcifies your
3: pineal gland so that you can't uh, open your third eye.
13: Yeah, that's fine.
9: <laughs>
3: okay. <laughs>
13: yeah,
9: I hey, think hey, there's hey. a lot with the fluoride. <laughs> like, you could do, like, oh, yeah, there's a conspiracy to not have cavities. Like, yeah, conspiracy to have oh, like, yeah. teeth. Like, like what? It's a conspiracy to, like stop Dennis from earning money. Mm-hmm. Like, I, th- I just would love to hear
11: more about that. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought with the world's most adorable bender, you could take it, in the, take it in a different direction and just be like, I watched a bunch of Adventure Time and a bunch of manga and just a little bit of kitten or oh. something just a bit different.
13: Okay, well, I guess it was supposed to be adorable because I'm adorable, but <laughs> it's not true, <laughs> I guess.
6: <laughs> yeah.
13: <laughs> Did you have anything else that's good?
3: I was trying to think of something for the adorable uh Bender thing cuz it's uh that's uh that's a keeper. Um, yeah.
13: I think it's also stupid to say. No, adorable I, it's, 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 it's
3: adorable. Oh, but I mean, like, like you said um yeah I should I would definitely <laughs> add stuff to all of that. Um I would do a little research on the floor, I think, because you can find a (laughs) little... No, really, though. Like, not, like, in a way, like, to, like, try try and understand him, like, research stuff of these idiots that are out there saying this stuff and just rip them apart for, like, a minute, because there's gold in there. I I listen to that stuff for laughs all the time. Like, if I'm not listening to a comedy podcast, I listen to Conspiracy Nuts and just laugh my ass off at these guys that think this stuff. All right. Um... That Later, like I will tell you some sites to go to. I, I
1: can I can think of a billion ways to make your bender more adorable. Uh, when you get your cherry and your whiskey sour, you ask for sprinkles with it. <laughs> Or I like that, that's if you cute. do like if you do a certain shot that has whipped cream you, when you get your you get an Irish coffee and you ask for sprinkles. Or like a on cupcake
3: glazed the, with ketamine.
1: A cupcake glazed <laughs> with ketamine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sprinkle yeah, yeah, yeah. the ketamine.
3: Sprinkle. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Something with sprinkles. Something ketamine cute. Ketamine sprinkles. Ketamine yeah. sprinkles. Yeah, like. All right. Um, um, I I went to my pot dispensary and I just I got a brownie but then I I got the ketamine sprinkles. Oh. That's okay. adorable. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, guys. Yeah. 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 Sing it. <laughs> Moon shows uh, Baron von Moon shows All right, your next comedian. I should actually, before we get to that, I should say that tomorrow you guys should go to Brainwash and you can see Stephanie Silverman do 15 minutes. Yay, during my showcase from eight to nine. And I will mention this because you guys are here. I'm going to put it tomorrow on the Bay Area Comedy Network. But I'm totally going to fuck with the sign up and do it really weird because it always makes me upset when people show up at 6.30 for like the nine o'clock sign and then they just leave and go off and do other things. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have two sign ups. I'm going to have a sign up at 6.30 for the seven to eight open mic that'll have 11 spaces, and then I'll have a sign up at 8.30 for the nine to 10 open mic so that I can get people in two groups and hopefully have people there like during the showcase. I don't know, I'm gonna try something different. No one's ever done it that way. It's not gonna be pre-signed, it's gonna be like show up at 6.30 or show up at 8.30 if you wanna be on the seven or the nine o'clock.
3: Are you gonna make it a puzzle? Like
1: <laughs> I'm not gonna make it a puzzle. Like we have
3: to go to different websites to find our spot.
1: No, that's that's what I do on Fridays to make yeah. you guys run promotion for me. But tomorrow I'm just gonna I'm just gonna try to get bodies in the seats by having the, the sign up be at two different times. So you know there'll be 11. There's gonna be 22 spots total for open mics. But I'm gonna. So if you want to do other mics tomorrow, it actually might be beneficial because you don't have to fuck yourself over to be at brainwashed at 6:30. You can actually go to OMG or go wherever you want and then come back at 8.30 to sign up for the 9 o'clock thing. Just letting you guys know, a little ahead of time, exciting stuff. This Friday, there's another uh, show here at Mutiny Radio. It's like super packed. I've never put 10 comics on a show, but I did on this one because uh, they're all not white. Uh, And the theme is, I'm not white. And your next comedian is going to be on it, so come see him and support him this Friday. But clap right now wildly for Stephen Massey! (laughs)
0: I'll wait for the class to quiet down. I have all day. I can wait all day. Pam doesn't. She'll go off on you guys. <laughs> no. Um, so since we're talking a lot about homeless people tonight, um, my uh, I went to UC Santa Cruz, and uh, I like to say that Santa Cruz is like an extreme version of Berkeley, um, which I don't mean in a positive way, but one thing, they do have... Both Berkeley and San Francisco, over a barrel on, is their homeless people. There is a special breed of homeless person in San Francisco. But my absolute favorite guy to see at any point was this one dude down by the boardwalk who was in a wheelchair, and he'd always have this uh, styrofoam cup. He'd hold it up in the air and he'd yell, "Why am I holding this cup? Why am I holding this cup? Why am I holding it?" that's yeah he was he was fantastic um so i am wearing shorts you guys and uh i'm kind of shocked that no one really commented on it because i almost never do uh what what was that okay i I didn't understand i don't don't get that much Um, (laughs) thank you (laughs) they're pale though that's the one thing i don't like i need to get some sun um, but yeah, I mean, I normally wear slacks and a t-shirt, and that's because, uh, this is one of the first times I've done stand-up in a while while I wasn't working, um, because jobs, in addition to supplying you with that fantastic and horrible thing known as money, are also great for curbing hedonism. When you're employed, you have to dress more conservatively, be more polite, be sober, and it just goes on and on, guys. And as a card-carrying hedonist, I am mildly looking forward to being fun-employed for at least a little while. Um... So I, um, but besides, uh, people, I don't have many things that I really hate, um, uh, I do, I do have, I do have uh, one like really big phobia, and that's, that's uh, bugs. I fucking hate insects of almost all stripes. Like, uh, if I see like a really arty uh, photograph of some rare species on Tumblr, I'll think, wow, that's that's pretty cool. But the second it turns into a gif, I'm out of there, <laughs> scrolling like mad. But like, I lose all sense of proportion when I have to deal with bugs, guys. Like this past uh, weekend, I had some people over, and there was this huge fucker just flying around this hornet flying around my living room and it lands on our uh, our light fixture and I take out my umbrella and I extend it like a fucking telescoping nightstick, and I just fucking start whacking at it, and the whole room's like, dude, calm the fuck down, and I was not listening, of course. Uh, My favorite story about uh, something like that is, uh, I was over at my godparents once, and my godfather had just bought this very uh, realistic-looking BB gun, which is to say it looked like an actual gun, Um, and I was doing the dishes, and a fucking bee crawls out of the tap while I'm doing the dishes, and I back away for a second, I just like stare it down, then I walk into the other room calmly, come back in with the BB gun, cock it dramatically, and point it right at that B. I didn't shoot. <laughs> um, let's see. So I was saying this on Friday, um, I've st- I feel like I've struggled um, a, a bit to put into words what it's like to have Asperger's, uh, and I was dr- driving my car on Friday, and, I, and I, this idea came into my head, and I think I've, I've really nailed it this time, guys. So having Asperger's is like driving in Berkeley. You get that there was an idea of a system in place. <laughs> you yourself have studied this system, learned its rules, and committed them to memory over a long period of time. And then you see people flagrantly disregarding these rules. And it's very frustrating, very frustrating. And you, get the, you really get the sense that everything could be a lot more streamlined, that, that things could flow a lot better if just a little care was taken to you know, address certain issues. And if you guys have ever gotten into any kind of tiff with any Berkeley drivers, first of all, I apologize on behalf of us. Uh, but also, you know, if, if anything, from just like you know, honking your horns at each other to—I should have said that a second ago, really—to uh, <laughs> full-on shouting match, you come away not feeling good about it. You come away feeling like you might have just been dealing with, you know, a, an aspect of yourself, and that—that that too, I feel is is applicable for Aspergers in most of my interactions. Okay, I'm done. Too
1: many
12: I've got one dumb question about Asperger's. Sure.
1: This always happens. This always happens.
12: All right. In um, uh, The Guardian this week, they had an article about um, quiet stores. Instead of like going to stores where like, there's music playing all the mm. time and stuff, like would it be better for like, an Asperger's type person to, <laughs> to shop in a quiet store?
0: Um, I mean, here's, the thing is, like, it's it's really, like, such a case-by-case basis, like, they can address certain things that, I mean, I, myself, I do very much appreciate having time to myself, just quiet my own thoughts, et cetera, um, but, like, I don't need that all the time, uh, but, like, that, so certainly, I can imagine, would be a haven for those folks. Good <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs>
9: Uh, a comment on yeah. The, yeah, the gun joke. Yeah. Uh, this is a super, I don't know, I, I like it. Uh-huh. Uh, you're talking about the, a BB gun yeah. that looks like a real gun. Yeah. And then you're talking about shooting a bee mm-hmm. that you don't shoot. No. So you let the bee be. <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, that's, that's amazing.
0: That's amazing. That's incredible.
5: I really like your, in, your Berkeley traffic like Asperger's. You I'm really proud of that analogy, yeah. Yeah,
0: that's
5: fantastic. <laughs> like maybe throw in a few more tags but otherwise like uh, like with traffic stuff. I don't know.
0: Yeah. But yeah, like I would no, I need to definitely develop it more.
1: One of the kids that I nanny um has um, she's not as she didn't even have Asperger's, she's fucking autistic as fuck. Mm. <laughs> but she loves to play with cars in in traffic. She calls it traffic. It's just a blanket that she smushes up and then she takes the cars and moves them around and she plays with the cars. Like that—that kid is in for a really huge letdown when she actually starts to drive. She's never gonna drive. Okay,
14: good, good. (laughs) Then she can just have this illusion that it's a fun thing her whole life.
1: Yeah, she plays in traffic all the time.
14: There's something interesting about the idea of trying to explain Asperger's to other people. Yeah. Like this isn't necessarily a joke, but the concept that the only people who understand it have the job of explaining it to people in a way that other people will relate to. Yeah. Which is impossible for the only people who would understand <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> something kind of interesting about that. You'd know better than I would. <laughs> yeah. but I'll never know if you get it. i, I wish I wish that was a job, really.
0: I, I feel like i could I could head up that industry if there's yeah. some kind of vacancy there.
1: I'd like to know I think this is just a good premise for you to look with your fun employment thing but like what kind of jobs are you looking for and you could be really silly about it like I have Asperger's and these are the kinds of things I'm looking for I need, if anyone you know wants uh, someone to talk to their cat for four <laughs> hours a day or like you could I, I mean I'm just making stuff but you could come up with like a list of ridiculously strange and nuanced jobs yeah. that you could be really knock it out of the park on you know Sure.
3: Or even just like discussing what it's like to be afraid of a bee and having Asperger's <laughs> and like understanding every single like digit that the bee has on its legs and like how many eyes the insect has and like the wings <laughs> and having the photographic memory of like the bee and being able to like going through the whole yeah. like description of like There's what that, you experience. Yeah. There, there was actually a,
0: a beehive that uh, was invested in our house a couple years back. So that like just totally adds to my
3: yeah. phobia
0: as well. So maybe I can throw that in there
3: because yeah, like you, I'm sure you understand all the halls and honeycombs in that <laughs>
1: uh-huh. <laughs> but, but you're not. You. You're not allergic to bees, though. You yeah, don't have.
0: No, I was stung like eight times while those fuckers were in our house, so uh, I found out the hard way that I'm not. But I guess, <laughs> so no I'm anaphylaxis,
1: I'm not... no anaphylactic. No, just, no, just that's nice. Gotcha.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, any other comments, everybody? Everybody good? Woo! Go see Stephen Massey on Friday, yay! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At the show on Friday. It's gonna be a good one, just like every Friday. Uh, All right, your next comedian, super funny guy. Excited every time I get to see him. You guys should be too. Put your hands together for Joey Avery.
14: Uh, All right. Had a nice day today. I've got allergies, which sucks. I never used to have allergies. I've been sneezing all day. Feel like an asshole, um, but I was at work and I was talking to some guy in the kitchen, just talking about. It. I was like, "Oh, I'm sneezing." He's like, "Oh, do you have allergies?" And uh, and I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "You know what I always do to fix that?" He's like, "I always I always go for a run." And I was like, "What?" I was like, "How does how does that work?" And I'm looking. He's kind of like a like a heavier, you know, he's a heavier dude, and he's like. The way I look at it is this. He's like, is kind of a weak disease, all right? And I feel like if I get out there and start running, my body's gonna look at itself and go, look, this 250 pound man is trying to go for a run. We better figure out a way to let him breathe. <laughs> like, That's kind of a brilliant approach to science. I really like that. That kind of like, you know what? Fuck what doctors think. I'm just gonna go ahead and come up with my own theories. Um, it's a really, it's more of a social way of looking at it. Like, yeah, allergies is a, it's a privilege disease. You know, you've got allergy privilege. Like, there's no starving kids in Syria sneezing. You know what I mean? Bono's never like, we need to get more Claritin to Africa. Um, I don't think... That is how it works, but uh, fuck it. You know, science, maybe it's overrated. Who cares? <laughs> I kind of miss that approach where people could just go with a feeling. They'd just be like, listen, buddy, it's going to rain tomorrow. I'm like, how do you know? He's like, I can feel it in my bones. <laughs> I had friends like that, and I always really thought that was so cool. I was like, maybe they're on to something, and then eventually they'd be like, listen white people are descended of the devil. And I'm like, okay, I don't know. I'd rather go, back to, rather go back to science at this point. I think gut feeling sometimes gets a little sketchy when you're talking about a different group of people. Um, what else? I actually was having this other realization. Se- Does this ever happen to you where you're talking to someone and you realize about halfway through the conversation you've ceased listening to what they're saying? <laughs> And just started judging them, <laughs> putting together an entire backstory of their life instead of listening to what they're trying to communicate to you. That happens to me at work all the time. I'll be in a meeting with some guy, like some guy who's like a little higher up and he's telling me about, you know, what needs to get done and all these things that are happening. I'm kind of nodding. and The next thing I know, I'm like, damn, that guy's got to. Nice watch. He's got a Banana Republic shirt. He got a hair. This guy's really kind of got his shit together. This guy seems like he actually likes this job. This guy might actually be happy here. He enjoys working at this company. What a strange man. He, I guess maybe he's married and he has kids, and that's why and the next thing I know, it's my turn to talk, and I'm like, fuck. I just, just want to be like, I just want to know your story. <laughs> Who are you really? What noises do you make when you fuck? I don't want to talk about this goddamn report, all right? This is dumb. I want to know who you are. I don't want to talk about this. Maybe it's because I hate my job. Um, yeah. Happy Monday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There it is. Um, I don't know. It is weird to judge people. I get super weirded out by that because I know, like, you know, when people judge me, I'm not always come off well on the first go. Like, I've had conversations with every one of my really good friends about six months after I've known them, and they're always like, you know, you turned out to be a really good guy. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? What do you mean, <laughs> turned out to be? I've been this guy the whole time. And they're like, yeah, and I thought... Thought you were a douchebag, but I can't blame them because, like, I'll realize I, you know, that kind of. I had a moment on on this Saturday night where I. I walked into my friend's house and he was having a birthday party and I saw one of my friends. He got really excited. He was like, no fucking way, bro. No, and he picked me up and he ran me into another room where like five guys were dancing with a couple very polite girls and just being just bros. And then another guy picked me up and said, no, and he ran me back into another room and then both those guys started hitting me and I enjoyed the whole experience and I had to realize I'm like, this is what all my friends think I'm doing when they're not around and I tell them it's not true but it is but being a douchebag is kind of nice sometimes it's it's enjoyable alright that's it for me thank you guys
1: Joey Avery
0: Uh, the um you said the Allergies are, are a privileged disease. There's, yeah. there's an affluenza joke in there. Oh, that's oh. true. Actually, yeah,
14: that is true. The real symptom.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a question for you first, and then, and then. Uh a comment. Uh, do you wear that backwards hat at work?
14: <laughs> that's a good question. No. I <laughs> I holster it in my backpack. God. Okay. And then when I leave, I'm like, I get you to be the real me, motherfuckers. Okay,
1: good. Because when you're staring at someone and they're talking and you're judging them, I'd like to hear on the opposite side when people are staring at you at work across the table, what are they thinking of?
14: That's amazing. They're
1: like, yeah, this guy with this backward hat just goes to parties and gets picked up by big guys and brought in yeah, rooms at high right five, right or whatever happens, whatever they dream that happens to like him and his smile. I bet he's going out to yogurt park and meeting all those <laughs> girls <laughs> hanging out with 18-year-old girls outside the, the I don't know what they're thinking, but I'm sure you can go on a long, fun tirade.
14: Right. Oh, that's great. Okay, no, cool. that's awesome, Pam. Thank you.
1: <laughs> cool. All
14: right, thank you guys.
1: Joey Avery. Yay! Yay! All right. Bye, right, Tim. Tim, those, pe- uh, those glasses make you look like you just came out of a um, 3D movie extravaganza. Mm-hmm. They're like that, like you found the free free movie things. All right, everybody. Uh, hey, guys, don't forget, come tomorrow to Brainwash. Your next comedian is funny lady, and we're glad that she's here at Joke Workshop. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Khadijah Ford. Please
8: do. You always you can just say my first name oh, okay. it's all right it's katie oh wait, wait a minute. This is not on. no it's on. on is it on yeah. oh it's on <laughs> okay i wanted to do something different I, I i've been writing and working with this other writer on uh really putting together a good meaty 20-minute routine <laughs> And I thought, well, I'm gonna come here and work on, and I thought, no, no, I, I, I wanna do something different. And I, I just, I, I wanna work on my um, standing on stage. Yeah. yeah and, <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to work on um, in, you know, uh, what do you call it, riffing, riffing. But then I was standing over there and I was looking at that poster, and it made me think of um, Buffy the the Vampire Slayer. And there was this episode that um, this older, one, a senior citizen lady, and Buffy were fighting this this enormous uh, mechanical dick, and. I couldn't believe that it was on TV, and nobody saw it, nobody said anything, so what I did was, I took pictures of it, and it really was, it was like, they, it was their monster, and they were like, oh, oh fighting with it, and, and everybody's mouth was like, oh, and then, then the only lady- then I put it on Facebook and I thought, surely somebody's going to see that this is a dick and it's, it's on like regular TV, but it, it isn't. So I was, um, how I got to that story? Yeah, I was standing over there and, and I think that's a dick. That's a dick in the poster, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. I, cause I can recognize them. I, I, I know like when I see one, I can point it out. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Um, but I wanted to riff. And that, like, I want somebody to say something to me.
4: Where else do you see penis? penis?
8: <laughs> um, in my head, I see... This is in your head? I see... I see large penises in my head. (laughs) I want them. (laughs) I know I know this guy's like I don't know because I wanted to riff. I wanted to like talk to you guys, you know? Where are you from? Oh yeah, I'm from Indiana. Where are you from?
12: Michigan.
8: Are you? You like Michigan? Yeah, I don't like
12: people from Indiana. Really? Why? Yeah. Yeah.
8: Are they? Yeah. We, well, you haven't met my family. We're not country. We're just ghetto. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't say that about my mama, my daddy. No, I have. I, I came from a, a large, large family. Twelve, and I'm the youngest. Yeah. Is your hat on backwards? No. <laughs> yeah. You know, huh? Wait a second. Are you rolling a joint? Yeah. All right. I've never been in Well, I'm going to lie now because my brother's grew. We sold it on the market. And that's about it. Am I done? Okay. So, um, let's see. Um, I was walking down the street yesterday in Chinatown. I was just walking to, I wasn't whistling, I was just walking. I was, and I was walking and I was in Chinatown and I saw a whole bunch of Chinese people. <laughs> <laughs> and I was trying to get their attention, right? I was like, uh, I was trying, and nobody, nobody. So I kept walking and then I saw um, this white guy. He was dressed immaculate. He was just like, don't touch me. I'll be back but and I was like trying to get his attention and he just like wouldn't have it I'm like you know he would not have anything to do with me and then um these three sisters were walking hey sister what's happening and we we stopped and said hey how you doing and that made me feel good in trying to do it so I just kept walking right I was and then I saw this um Mexican guy on my right side, yeah, right, my right side, and he he made me stop because he leaned back and, and he said, hey, what's happening? And I can't walk, and <laughs> like, oh, that's too crazy. I can't. There's no joke to this, because I was just walking down the street in Chinatown, and that's what happened to me. <laughs> okay, that was my riffing. Yay, ripping! What are you gonna say, huh? What are you gonna do?
1: Comments?
5: Well, I definitely think that there is a lot to be said for just getting a presence on stage if that's what you want to do. You know what I mean? Like, there's just that's if that's what you want to do, I think that's how you should for sure use your time. And I have a really hard time ripping, so um, congratulations, (laughs) good job with it.
8: The other thing I wanted to do was was not speak.
12: I did
8: that I'll work on that. Oh, Really?
12: Yeah, I did that one for like
8: five minutes.
12: Five minutes? Yeah, I had
8: a five minutes and I just stood there. How did it go? <laughs> kind of like this. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. I'm not joking. Beat it. it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I got a little of that, but it was just. Well, you didn't have breasts. I was over
12: at the uh, <laughs> the uh, uh Absence
8: or whatever the fuck it's called over there in Valencia. Absence? And I was back on like a early Tuesday or whatever, like four years ago or whatever. I just, mm-hmm.
12: just got up there and I was just like.
8: How many people were in the audience? The fucking place was full. The place is always full. Oh, is it? Yeah. Were they drinking? Uh, I wasn't. I just kind of stood there. Oh, yeah? Ah. Uh, listen to, to the guy, guy rolling the joint.
12: Dogs,
8: yeah, I always wanted to try that. Just like um, maybe uh, take out my hanky and just kind of dry myself off.
12: But it's not a, it's not a thing. <laughs> it's not like you can, you can do it once. But like, I don't know how many times you can do that.
8: I, can ju- I, I have my card. I can do it five times because I get a hole punch. It's, oh. it's a card that has... My bad. See? See?
12: Now you're riffing.
8: See? You're riffing. See? <laughs> See? Thank you. Thank you for doing that for me. Thank you. All right, then you're all Get it. <laughs> okay, thank you, everyone.
1: <laughs> riffing is hard. This is a good place to do it. Your next comedian. Uh, comes to us by way of uh, England. He has a fun accent and he had a great set last Friday at uh, the opening of Fantastic's Comedy Clubhouse. I laughed and laughed. You guys are going to laugh right now, listen, and uh, come up with things to say for Johnny Isaacs.
11: Good evening, everybody. Uh, I almost got hit by one of those tech buses on the way here, actually. Oh, no. Uh, Yeah, I was on my motorcycle and I was going up the right-hand side and he just didn't see me and like sort of started squishing me in towards the traffic All the cars parked on the side and my immediate thought was oh fuck This is a bit like uh, like a really quick version of the trash compactor sequence from Star Wars And then I thought oh, I'm wearing a Star Wars t-shirt and then I thought what's happened to me? (laughs) I used to be I used to be quite cool That's actually not true. That's why I bought a motorcycle um (coughs) so um, anyway, so I, I don't know if anyone else saw this, this uh, last week, maybe. It was brilliant. A really great picture of Michael Bublé trying to eat corn on the cob. And um, normally pe- normal people eat corn on the cob like this. And Michael Bublé tried to eat it like this. Um, like, the, trying to shove the whole thing in his face. It was absolutely fantastic. And I was like, this guy's had some amazing life that he's never eaten corn on the cob before. Like a human being. Um... And then, you know, being a gay person, my next thought was, he's definitely gay. Because that is what we do. Anything phallic-shaped goes in because you have to practice that shit. Practice makes perfect. As like a tween, you know, g- getting you, getting to grips with your sexuality and being really uncomfortable with it and lying about it for a, quite a long time. You, you're you like, I'll see how this feels. And bananas are good because they're malleable. Hot dogs, hot dogs are quite, like, slippery so you can easy that they go down the gullet really easily so i've lost a couple of whole hot dogs down there which is really it's a really uncomfortable sensation right about here it's just like oh shit um and you have never ever had brain freeze till you've deep-throated a popsicle by the way. um because that is a that is a thing in the gay community blowjobs are like universally accepted as just how you start and often just how you, f- and often how you finish, right? From, from what the liberal media elite explains to me, what I, what I gather from them and f- uh, TV shows and films, there are quite, quite a lot of women who don't like giving blowjobs, which is really just inherently strange to me because in the gay community, it's the other way around. Like everybody gives blowjobs. Quite a lot of people don't actually like having anal sex because anal sex is a lot of work. Like there's a lot of prep that takes place in anal sex because uh, it can go really horribly wrong if you don't prep for that. And <laughs> nobody wants that. or mo- At least most people don't want that. There's a few very select people who are a little bit weird and we don't really talk about them too much. Um, and I have a really excellent story of how just how wrong anal set can go. Not a personal experience, thankfully. This is... Um, when I was 17, I was playing for quite a um, successful rugby team. We were in a big cup final. Um, and... Uh, on the, uh, on the day of the cup final, our star player, who's a really like the, the, the glue of the team, didn't show up. He just didn't show up. And everyone was like, what the fuck is happening? Uh, we lost that game, funnily enough. And at the end of the game, it's like midday on a Sunday, uh, he, he suddenly rocks up at the end of the game. We're like, what the fuck happened? And all of a sudden, everyone realizes that something really horrible has happened because he is crying. And we're like, oh shit, what's happened? He's like, okay, this is the story. This is why I missed the match. So Kelly was over last night. This is their 17-year-old. Kelly was over last night and we wanted... She was like, I want to try anal. And he was like, okay, let's do that. Because that's a really big thing for a 17-year-old couple to try. Um, And so they're on the couch. And he's like, okay, let's have anal. Uh, And his dog walks in. He's like, no, the dog's like really old and sick and just wants to cuddle. And he's like, no, no. Shoes the dog out, closes the door and they start having anal anal on the uh on the couch Uh, a few minutes in they sort of you know gotten through the horrible start and how painful it is and she just goes she's like oh i think and she just he pushes it in and she relaxes and she shits all over him all over the couch all over the white couch and at that at that exact moment they see lights pulling up into the driveway. Oh. And they're like, oh my God, his parents are home. Fuck. And they just get up naked, run upstairs as quickly as possible. She jumps in the shower as quickly as possible, hoses herself down. And then they come down, they're about to come down the stairs and otherwise, the wiser, and they just hear an almighty, ah! <laughs> and his mum has come in and found out, found shit all over their nice white couch. And she goes, oh my
6: God, it's the dog!
11: <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> and the dog had been quite sick for a while. <laughs> A dog that he'd grown up with, this like 15 year old dog, he's 17. And so he missed his big rugby final because they were putting down his dog. That is a true story. So anal sex kills. (laughs) Thank you very much.
1: Yay, Johnny Isaacs. Stay up there, comments, comments. Wow. (laughs) That poor dog. I know. Oh, and of course he wasn't gonna say anything.
11: Do not say anything.
1: Oh my God! And they thought that the do- oh they killed the dog. That's a really sad, very funny. Wow, that's amazing. That's a great story. All right, comments. That I, I was, was a great story. I mean, from beginning to end, nose to tail.
11: <laughs> oh, okay.
1: <laughs> um <Ba-dum-tsh. laughs> Does anyone, everyone's shaking their heads? They're like, nope, good story, just as is, absolutely. <laughs> everyone's saying yes, as is, absolutely perfect. Johnny Isaacs, yes! got little hips
0: and pretty little lips.
1: Anal sex kills. Wow. All right, everybody, we have your last comedian here on the Joke Workshop, which means uh, hey, keep paying attention, give him your best, and take notes so we can give him comments if he needs them. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Ashton Tate.
15: Thank you. Man, I wish I... Now all the times I hadn't tried anal sex, I really wish I had. I would have been perfect in this scenario. Um, But uh, any Prince fans in the house? Nice. Uh, I know it's sad news. Personally, I'm more of a fan of Michael Bolton. Good guy. Um, I like his stuff. I... uh, you know, I was I was walking here. I think that uh, things get uh, easier later in life. Like uh, I, I I just uh, I think it'd be cool to be old and and uh, have people respect you. Like I don't know, that'd be pretty nice. Cause uh, this old guy I was driving, he crossed the street, complete jaywalk, and then he just looks at me and he's like. And like normally, I would get mad and be like, "Fucking this backpack wearing high school dropout." But uh, I mean, he still could have dropped out of high school, but I, I just like him breaking the law made me think like, man, what should I really value? Like, should I count the seconds in life? Should I? Just made me think more about life, and so. That was cool. i uh, been saving some time. You guys like saving time? I, uh, my friend was telling me that uh, shopping at Abercrombie is expensive, but uh, if you don't buy anything and walk around, you save a lot on cologne. Uh, I think that's true. Uh, I, don't, uh, I tried to get a massage recently, and the lady asked me for a, if I wanted the hard stuff. She asked me if I wanted a hard massage, and I said yes. And then she slammed the door, and I, like, realized I couldn't handle a hard massage because I thought I hurt her feelings. So um, need more hard massages than that. Um, but uh, I was at the bar with my friend, and uh, he, was, he was trying to pick up some girls. He was trying to ask out this girl, and he was, uh, his line would be like, hey, what are you doing later? And uh, no girl is really responding to that. So I figured, like, you should be more specific, you know? Like, hey, what are you doing when you leave your apartment off 12th Avenue? (laughs) Uh, I know you have work at Banana Republic in the morning. So maybe we'll make it a quick night. Um, But, uh... I uh, yeah. Anyone here? I I got into an argument uh, with my girlfriend, and um, it's fun having arguments these days. They're uh, very relatable to people. Uh, it's cool to like get in an argument and then go. I think you win it by just going past the point of it making any sense at all. You know, like, you can't, you can't just say, hey, you remember back, you remember how it used to be? Like, if you just keep going and you're like, hey, remember how it used to be when I was 12 years old and my parents tucked me in at night and we, parents packed our lunches for school and then we found out 9-11 happened and we were in seventh grade at that point. You remember how it used to be? And then it has nothing to do. And another way you can win an argument is by just saying uh, now after uh, something you just said it really makes it seem as though you know what you're talking about. Um now, so if we can um try that B- but um I don't know where I was going with that. I uh I uh when I was 12 years old, I fell out of a two-story tree and hit my head on cement. And uh it taught me that what doesn't kill you makes you uh forget. So, that's yeah. What? Uh, uh, Yeah, yeah. That's that's, fine. I thought you said cement. Oh, no. Cement. Cement the old plaster. I think that's cement. All right. Um, I have uh, thin walls in my house so I can punch them and feel strong. That's what I do. But. I uh, someone was talking. Uh, Everyone's talking about their their work. You anyone have a day job where you uh, mix your comedic mind with your uh, normal situation? Yep. Because uh, my manager today, we were having a meeting and I hadn't asked anything for 45 minutes. And he said, uh, Ashton, surely you have a question. And I was like, Yeah. When is the meeting over? <laughs> and uh, that was that was my question. So that was cool. But um, I think. Um, I think it's great how you can, if you're in a situation and you say something embarrassing but no one notices, you can say, like, oh, I'm just asking I was for a friend, you know? But it's, that, that only works in, like, situations where you kind of ask a question. You know, it doesn't sound as good if you're like, hey, so last night I kind of had a dream that I gave a blowjob to my boss. I'm just uh, telling for a friend. <laughs> so it doesn't sound as good. But um, all right, well, that's my time. Thank you very much. My name's Ashton.
1: Don't to have to Tate. Comments
11: uh, with your saving time bit. I thought there was a, there was a joke like time is money, and therefore, technically, you're saving money as well. Okay, cool. Since you do a thing about saving money, yeah, yeah. All right, then I don't
10: have, I thought it was a really good set, so I don't have any major comments, but it, it might be funny to tie in the um, where you said uh, the about specifically talking to girls, like when you leave your house and go to work at Banana Republic. If you change that to the store you were talking about earlier, I already forgot what it was, where you said you save money no, from, yeah, because then that makes it just sound like not only are you trying on cologne, you're also stalking the people who uh, work okay. there. I don't, I, I don't know. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah, but just saying the word banana republic is really funny, so, so I don't know. What, what's the greater sacrifice? But. Okay, cool.
12: Can I was just thinking sure.
10: about um, like how you were talking about like just
12: more like tags and follow ups because you already got like one joke but you already, like, there's like more jokes sitting right there like how you talking about like old people breaking the law you should talk about like how they break the law in other ways and shit you know what I mean just keep tagging and tagging and tagging just okay, to keep gotcha. it moving you know keep the doop, 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 stuff like that you know cool you know? stuff like that
15: all right for sure thanks.
12: Yeah.
15: All right, thank you everybody Yay. for sticking around. Appreciate.
1: Uh, since we have four minutes left, does anybody have um, any upcoming shows they're doing this week that they want to plug? Plug f- plugs for upcoming shows, anyone?
12: Hey Pam, how would you get up
1: to do four? Oh, I don't, I don't have any, I don't have any new material. Oh my god. Right. I can, plug, I can plug all my shows. I mean, I don't know. But I, just, I just thought that if there were other people that had shows that you could plug them this week. Um, PamTastics is every Friday from 8 to 10. Uh, tomorrow is the Brainwash show, the Mutiny Takeover. Uh, it's uh, an open mic sandwich. So open mic, showcase open mic. And I'm going to be doing the sign-ups a little bit differently uh, for the comedians that are in the house. So uh, it's an eight 6.30 sign up and an 8.30 sign up for those two open mics. And a really good showcase in the middle with Alex Davenport out of LA, Clay Newman and Stephanie Silverman. They're all gonna be doing 15 minutes. Uh, I'll be hosting the whole night and eating my free burger, which makes me really happy, I'm Brainwashed for doing that. Um, other upcoming shows, I've got a weird, this is a weird thing I'm doing next Tuesday. I'm reading poetry at Pegasus Books in Berkeley. Uh, so I have a poetry reading. I haven't had one of those books in a long time, but uh, that's exciting. Let's see what else is in my calendar besides Pamtastics. Uh, on the 10th, that's the poetry thing. On the 9th, I'm a host. This is exciting. Next Monday at 9 o'clock, I'm a host for the uh, Wheel of Karaoke at the Makeout Room. Really fun show, really great stuff. Um, you can go sing karaoke or uh, that kind of thing. And then I'm babysitting, and then I'm babysitting. God, I babysit a lot this week. Don't really want to promote those shows because it's not a show. Uh, well, I'm wheel host. Karaoke. I didn't so wheel karaoke is at the Makeout Room on Twenty Second and Mission. Uh, every other, it's the second and fourth Monday of the month. So I'm doing it that time. What What other shows am I booked? I gotta be booked on something else, right? <laughs> no, let's see. The twenty first. Oh, I'm on Cheaper Than Therapy on May twenty first. So that's fucking exciting as fuck. They just got mentioned in that thing about being like one of the best comedy places. Also, I'm at the Swingin' Door on Monday the 30th, so I'll be looking for uh, um, a host for that night. Anyway, yeah, that's my upcoming shows, but uh, every Friday here at MutinyRadio.fm, it's Pamptastics Comedy Clubhouse, and before that, it is happy hour, so uh, you guys should come and be a part of that. <laughs> that. My voice just cracked. Thanks so much for being a part of Mutiny Radio's joke workshop tonight, and we'll see you guys next week. Yay! Well, we've got a lot of places
0: Oh, baby, baby, please. Oh, baby, baby, I hope you know I love you so
1: Brought to you by Subliminal SF, PBR, The Eagle SF, Brainwash Cafe, Asiento, and the great people at Alta California Botanicals. (laughs) Have you heard of Subliminal SF? Visual and Auditory Mind Control.
18: Good evening there, my friends here at Evan Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard, as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground Universe? <laughs> it's a cash con, honey. <laughs> yeah.
16: Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants?
17: Oh, shit.
1: The dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources. When Bay Area musician JD Buell brings you Morning Train Wednesday 10am to noon on Mutiny Radio that is exactly what he does. Select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience. both listener and host find fulfillment The Morning Train with J.D. Buell Wednesday 10 to noon on MutinyRadio.fm Freeform Radio for free minds
18: People from all over the Bay Area come to the Lindsay Wildlife Museum to experience close encounters with live wild animals. The museum's living collection features more than 50 species of non-releasable native California animals. Visitors can see and learn about wildlife such as eagles, owls, bobcats, coyotes, reptiles, and other fascinating creatures. The museum's world-renowned Wildlife Rehabilitation Hospital treats more than 5,000 Of wild animals each year with the goal of returning them to their native habitat. The Lindsay Wildlife Museum is in Walnut Creek. To learn more, visit wildlife-museum.org. This public service announcement is brought to you